Hello, and welcome back to Speaking Startup, Missouri Business Lords podcast covering the news and issues important to Missouri entrepreneurs. I'm Casey Murray. And I'm Jack Anstein. On today's episode, we'll talk about a Kansas City group working to create a tool to help journalists better cover local government news, as many organizations' time and focus are largely spent covering the latest coronavirus updates. And later, we'll hear from Crystal Rogers, a founder of an organization dedicated to facilitating entrepreneurship among Black youth. Plus, we'll have the week's headlines, digits, and other startup news you need to know. So what are we waiting for? Let's speak startup. So Casey, do you have any plans for the 4th of July? No, sadly I don't. I love 4th of July, but this year I just don't have anything going on. Yeah, fireworks sales are going up, but I will not be seeing any fireworks this year, but I will be going to the lake. Uh, I used to spend every 4th of July at the lake with my best friend, but this year I'll be stranded in Columbia. Yeah, I'm going to be stranded for the first time in a long time without social media and my phone, so it'll be good for me and hopefully I can cope. But let's move on to this week's headlines. Our first headline for the day is about St. Louis startup BioRankings. The company, which was born out of the Washington University Medical School, just received $1.6 million in federal grant funding. The company provides statistical consulting and data analysis for life sciences research and received the funding through the National Institute of General Medical Sciences. BioRankings has said it will use the funding to develop detection software to help researchers analyze raw data when studying molecules. Another St. Louis-based biotech startup has been chosen for a spot in a Silicon Valley-based accelerator. Pluton Biosciences has developed a process called micromining, which is supposed to allow examination of microorganisms at a low cost. It's one of seven companies to be accepted into Illumina Accelerator, a program that focuses on advancing science around the genome. Pluton Biosciences will receive $250,000 in funding through the program, as well as mentorship and access to research space. Business and civic leaders in St. Louis released a roadmap this week to make the city a top destination for location data firms. The report calls for a guiding organization to coordinate efforts to grow the industry and comes as the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency begins construction on a new headquarters in St. Louis. The report details the need for talent development, investment capital, and regional marketing, research, and innovation to help with the effort. St. Louis Startup Accelerator, Arch Grants, will now dedicate five of its grants to geospatial tech startups that commit to the city and St. Louis University has launched a geospatial institute focused on the sector. The deadline to apply to the Arch Grant is also coming up. The startup competition awards $50,000 grants, provides access to advisors, and offers support to participating companies for one year. Companies must be either based in St. Louis or have significant operations in the city to qualify, and over half of the founding team must live there. The deadline to apply is Wednesday. Our first story today looks at a topic near and dear to our hearts, how newsrooms have been functioning during the pandemic. Many newsrooms have been spread thin, tracking the latest developments related to the coronavirus. Yeah, obviously a lot of industries have been hit hard by the pandemic, but for media companies, there is so much pressing news that 
Given newsrooms limited resources, not everything is covered. One topic that some Kansas City newsrooms have found coverage gaps in is the local government news. The Beacon, a new nonprofit news organization in Kansas City, came up with the idea for a tool to better help journalists cover this topic. How will the tool help? It will compile important local government news and updates all in one place so that people can easily find the latest developments in the Kansas City area. KC Digital Drive is the organization working to make this tool a reality. I spoke with some of the people involved with the project to learn more. The Beacon is a nonprofit Kansas City newsroom that first officially got going in January. Once the COVID-19 pandemic began in March, the Beacon reached out to other local news organizations to have weekly collaborative meetings. Jennifer Hackwolf, the Beacon's audience development manager, said that through these meetings, the need for improved local government reporting became clear, especially with a lot of news coverage going towards the coronavirus. We recognized a need in our community, and that was around the local government reporting. We live in an area with 119 um, different municipalities, which is pretty incredible. So it's very easy for a lot of local government work to go uncovered. KC Digital Drive, a civic nonprofit aiming to make Kansas City a digital leader, soon entered the picture. The idea for a local government reporting tool was born. KC Digital Drive had was kind of just curious about this collaborative we were forming and wanted to know if there might be a technical tool that we could all work on together. And so we came up with this idea for a local government reporting tool. Aaron Deacon, managing director of KC Digital Drive, said his organization took this idea and worked to make it a reality. They had the idea of you know creating a resource that just made it easier to track what was happening in, in local government. We uh, took that to one of the programs we run is Code for KC, which is a, an arm of the Code for America volunteer civic hacker network. We had some people that were interested in pursuing it, and so we've been working to uh, do some user research. While the tool is still in development now, once completed, it will be a free website that compiles important local government information and updates from around the Kansas City area. Local governments all present their work in different ways, and it's kind of a hodgepodge of links and PDF documents and Zoom meetings and some things that are regularly scheduled and some things that come up at different times. It's not always easy to track the flow of reg resolutions and, and ordinances through committee and into council. You, you know, the ability to to start to streamline that and make it more accessible. Uh, the hope is that that will make the reporting job of, of those who cover local government more efficient. Hack Wolf of The Beacon says that this tool will help make an impact on local communities. The people in charge need to know that someone's paying attention. And we think that that just government transparency is good for everyone. People want to know what's going on in their communities. And um, with so much information available at our fingertips, a lot of people want to be able to dig in and decide for themselves. So if they could be able to research what was going on in their local neighborhood, that'd be helpful. KC Digital Drive said that the tool is currently in the design stage and that they're on track for development to begin in a few weeks so that the tool is available to the public in the future. Now we'll turn our attention to a St. Louis-based nonprofit called Brownpreneurs. What's that? 
an organization dedicated to promoting entrepreneurship among young African Americans. This is a really interesting organization to be hearing from now. With all the protests going on, there's been a huge effort to support Black-owned businesses. Absolutely. But part of what we touch on in this interview is that there still aren't as many Black entrepreneurs as white entrepreneurs. So even if you want to support Black-owned businesses, there are many sectors where very few exist. That's something Brownpreneurs is trying to change. Okay, so how are they trying to change that? Well, I spoke with Brownpreneurs founder, Crystal Rogers, to find out. Today, we have Crystal Rogers, the founder of St. Louis-based Brownpreneurs. So welcome, Crystal. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, So I just wanted to kind of start off with what is Brownpreneurs? Brownpreneurs is a uh, nonprofit organization designed to teach African-American students the principles of entrepreneurship. First year has been very successful, so we're really happy with what we've accomplished thus far. You said it's successful. What are you kind of using to gauge that? Well, we've gotten a lot of support from the community. We've gotten a lot of support from schools. We've also had a lot of students sign up for our first teen summit, which will take place in just a few weeks. What is the Brownpreneurs Teen Summit? What that is, is a three-day intense seminar, basically, where we gather African-American students from throughout the St. Louis area and teach them the various principles of entrepreneurship. We teach them how to start a business and not just how to start a business, but the things that you should do prior to starting a business. A lot of people negate the research phase of entrepreneurship. So we try to um, teach at the summit every single thing that is important. Again, the fundamentals of running a business. Um, And our goal is for them to be successful the very first time and not like most people um, have done and have two, three, sometimes seven failed businesses. What inspired you to create Brownpreneurs? I started it because I've been an entrepreneur for roughly 16 years now. And um, in my for-profit company, I teach business owners how to have a successful business. And um, I really wanted our students to learn the principles of entrepreneurship. Um, I've noticed a lot of times when I talk to students, because I do a lot of mentoring, they operate from the standpoint of business being a hustle or a gig, and it is definitely anything but. It is a structured organization that um, is based on scientific principles. I have a bachelor's degree in business administration, and it's a bachelor of science because business ownership is a science. It has proven principles. Do you wish that a service like Brownpreneurs had been around when you were first starting a business? I absolutely do. Um, I think kids should be encouraged to live ambitiously and to dream audaciously and to hope beyond limit and not be told at a young age that the best they can do is a job. One of the first things I ask a student is, what do you want to be? Um, I've had some people tell me that they want to work in medical research. And my response to them is, that is absolutely great. But do you know that you can also own the lab that does that research? Why do you think it's important to encourage entrepreneurship, especially among Black communities? I believe that entrepreneurship can help us both from a social and economic standpoint. 
So when I did the research for Brown Doors, I came across a report from the census. It was done by a university professor out of Maryland. And she noticed that when, as entrepreneurship in the black community rose, that crimes committed by black youth dropped 29% nationwide. So entrepreneurship give them purpose and identity. It, it is very significantly important. Do you feel in your own experience as an entrepreneur that you face challenges from being a black woman? I definitely think I have. Um, we both know that gender bias is a real thing as well as racial inequality. Um, one thing that I've experienced personally is um, people tend to underestimate you as a woman and also as a black woman. Um, I have a, a daughter who's, you know, obviously an African-American female. And I always tell her that in order to be successful in this world, you have to be better than your uh, Caucasian counterpart. Because if they measure you with her, you know, more, more times than not, she's going to get the job. So you have to be exceptional. You can't just be average. Is that something that you talk about with brownpreneurs? It is. One of the things that we teach um, our participants is that entrepreneurship is a marathon. It's not a sprint. So we do a lot of encouragement. We do a lot of motivational speeches and talks because we want to give them the mindset of an entrepreneur that you know, despite what they've seen on YouTube or on TV, you can't start a business one day and the very next day be successful. It does not happen that way. In the context of George Floyd and all the protests that have been going on, there's kind of been kind of a refocusing, I think, on supporting Black-owned businesses. Do you think that has the potential to make brownpreneurs more successful? That is definitely my hope. Um, within the Black Lives Matter movement, there is a lot of talk about shopping Black. And um, I'm all for that. That sounds really good. But the truth is we don't have a lot of options for various um, industries. For instance, in St. Louis, I cannot tell you of one African-American-owned grocery store. Um, I cannot tell you of one African-American-owned bank. So as we pursue this endeavor to shop black and um, look at racial equality, we need to look within the industries. We need to look and, and actually make that a possibility, if not for our generation, for the generation that's coming behind us. Now let's get to our digits for the week, the numbers that matter most to Missouri business. Casey, what digit do you have for us? My digit is 3,000. And why did you pick 3,000? 3,000 is the number of technology jobs that are currently unfilled in the Kansas City metro area, according to the KC Tech Council. The advocacy organization called attention to those unfilled positions this week after President Donald Trump announced a freeze on granting new H-1B visas to high-skilled immigrant workers. The president said the move was designed to protect American workers. 
the Tenet Council joined with companies and industry groups across the country in pushing back against the president's decision, which tech employers say will have a negative impact on their industry and the broader economy. Want to hear my digit of the week? Lay it on me. I've chosen 100,000. Kansas City-based startup Near will receive a $100,000 investment and participate in a 12-week virtual mentorship program from the Milwaukee-based accelerator Generator. Near is a water quality and infrastructure management platform that uses machine learning to predict failures in municipal drinking water, sewer, and stormwater systems. Near was one of the six startups from around the country to be selected by Generator. And with that, our show is almost over. But first, let's listen to our closing thought. Crystal Rogers of Brownpreneurs comments on the best business advice she's ever received. Um, the first part was that I can do it. A lot of people are not told that they can do it. The second part I would say is to write a business plan. A business plan is a great way to get your ideas out of your mind and onto paper. Just have the mindset that you can do it, but before you do it, write a good business plan. That's all we've got this week. This has been Speaking Startup from Missouri Business Alert. This episode was produced, edited, and hosted by Casey Murray and me, Jack Anstein. Our theme music was produced by Elliot Bowman. We'll speak to you next time.